What would it be like if your husband was mute for nine months? I, 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 I'm sh many of you are dreaming right now. Yes, Father, I'm going to take that into prayer today. I'm going to spend a lot of time meditating and contemplating what it would be like if my husband were unable to say a word for nine months. The, um, the, the muteness that is forced upon Zachariah will give him time to turn inward. Mary ha had always been in that place, always uh, able to, to look to meet the Lord interiorly. She didn't need a silence forced on her from the outside. Zachariah doubted the Lord. And I think the best thing here is to not, to not force our awareness of that into the words, because many people will say, gosh, it doesn't seem like Zachariah's words were all that different from what Our Lady said. All he said was, how shall I know this? I'm an old man. My wife is advanced in years. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it all on the words. It's the heart. And the Lord knows the heart, right? So the Lord knows what's going on inside of Zachariah. So we, we need not stretch the words and, and make them convey something that, that maybe isn't there so clearly. I think it's safe to assume the Lord reacts through Gabriel as he does because he knows that Zachariah in his heart doubts. So he is made mute for those months and that will give Zachariah a time to turn inward and to think about and, and meet the Lord in a deeper way. And so I would say it's not so much perhaps a punishment as it was time for Zachariah to get ready for what he clearly was not ready for, the birth of his son. And in this, one thing that's really beautiful is the angel Gabriel, he says to Zachariah, your prayer has been heard. And I just, I often wonder, when did Zechariah offer that prayer? I mean, could it have been decades before this? Or was he still actively praying at this time for a child? I, I don't know that that was the case. I mean, he, he's so caught off guard by it that it doesn't seem like Zechariah was still actively praying for a child. But this was perhaps God's answer to a prayer that had been offered decades before. And... As we hear in the reading, and as Elizabeth says, so has the Lord done for me at a time when he has seen fit. It's God's plan, and it's not ours. We cooperate with him. We, we seek to work with him. But ultimately, we have to allow him to be sovereign. And this is clear in the reading today. So let's ask the Lord, even in these late and last days of Advent for the grace, to quiet down where we need to quiet down. And if that means that the Lord intervenes in some way to, to, to take away the opportunity to be like overly out there in the world in a, in a way that would block the Lord out, 
Let's not be afraid to give him permission to do that. So let's pray that, that he'll give us the gift of turning interiorly with Our Lady into our heart to get ready for what we're about to celebrate, but also to leave room for the Lord to do for us whatever work of, of love and grace he has in mind, to do for us at a time when he has seen fit, uh, to, not, to not get angry at the Lord for, for not doing it our way. Those would be two, two good prayers for us today. Let me really quickly uh, jump out of this and um, just make a, a quick comment around all that came out from uh, the Vatican yesterday on the, the, the release of the, the text on the, on the, the blessings. Um, I haven't read the whole thing, let alone spent like deep, deep time in, in it. But I, I would say this, please do, do not rely on, on sources that are out there with an agenda to inform you about what that was all about. Um, and of course, they all do it. They immediately do it. AP, Reuters, The Post, The Times, everyone immediately wants to tell us what, what it is. Um, it, it, it was very clear in the text that it was not what most people were saying it is, which is that the church is now going to offer uh, blessings for, for, for gay marriages in a sense that they would be right up on par with sacramental marriage. The document is really clear on that. I, one thing that I found helpful was um, someone had just shared with me a, a comment from uh, another priest who had said maybe a good way of looking at this is in the communion line, when, when someone knows that they're not in a state to receive communion, they, they will cross their arms and we will pray a prayer blessing for them, right? And of course, never would I intend that that blessing for them in the communion line be a way of, of affirming, this is good that you're in sin, and I'm going to bless that sin. It's not that at all, right? It's, it's a blessing when, when one is not able to partake of the sacrament. Always with the hope, I, I hope certainly in my heart, I know it's true, but in the one receiving the blessing, that, that I need the Lord's grace to, to get back to reconciliation, to be in a place where I, I, I can receive the sacrament. And I guess I, for me, the, the most hopeful take on, on what was released yesterday is that kind of a thing, where it's giving a blessing to one who knows they're, 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 they're not in a place to enter the sacrament, but, but in some way perhaps gives God's grace room to work. I, that that is a, is a very hopeful and, and, and generous take on it, I think, perhaps. But, um, but I, I think that's, that's a good place, given um, how clear the document was that the blessings are absolutely and never could be the sacrament, that when the priest does it, he's not ever to have on any vestments even that would look like or equate it with marriage. I mean, there, there, there were some boundaries set in place with that. Um, but I, again, probably the most important thing is um, don't, don't let yourself just get on the crazy train of the media. Um, 
and that, that's just, I think, a really important thing with that, um, to not do that. So maybe, back to Zechariah, per perhaps this, this would be a, a good time. A week out from Christmas, just don't, like, don't even go there. Uh, let, let yourself just be happily uh, silent to and, and from all of the noise out there with it. And, and use these last days of Advent for what is most, most important, which is that our hearts are, are well prepared to celebrate the birth of and the coming now of Christ our Savior.